Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News, coming to you on Hump Day, November 8th, 2023. Normally, I open the show uh, today here with a bunch of music, but I wanted to give you a cold open and introduce uh, the pop sensation from Bachelor's Listen to Your Heart, now competing on this season of The Voice. It's Bachelor Rush Hour, and this is Rudy singing Bruno Mars. Jam with an X-Man in the UFC Can't believe it I just believe This bitch got me Paying rent, paying for tricks Time is on her neck, time is on her wrist And here I am all alone I'm so cold She can't Smoking out the window with a benzo The benzo Well, there it is, folks. That's uh, Rudy from Listen to Your Heart, now performing her heart out on The Voice. She's giving show-stopping performance after show-stopping performance. Does she make it to the next round? We don't know just yet, but we're going to find out. Have you watched Dancing with the Stars last night? Charity Lawson made it to the next round. We said goodbye to Lele Pons, YouTuber, pop singer. She did not make the cut. Harry, I want to say Harry Styles. Harry, whatever his his name is uh, from uh, uh, Too Hot to Handle. He's still singing. He's still dancing. I don't know what it is. He's got the popular vote, so people want to see him. He's continuously the worst-ranked dancer, but he's made it another week. And uh, also, Ariana Maddox had a great performance. Fantastic dancing, and um, yeah, I've really enjoyed the production value of Dancing with the Stars. It's just insane that this show nearly got canned, right? People thought it was stale, and I tell you what, what did they do to revamp it? Well, they got rid of Tyra Banks. That's one thing. Golly, was Tyra Banks bad. I mean, look, you got to call a spade a spade. She is not good at live hosting. Instead, they got Alfonso Ribeiro, who, of course, can hold his own. And then the, the what I, I believe they're Mormons, the Julianne Huff is now co-hosting. And then, of course, a judge is her brother, Derek Huff. Uh, and then Bruno and, oh, Karen. I mean, they're just fantastic. And then we had uh, 
what's her face paula abdul <laughs> excuse me all these names paula abdul was guest judging and she did a fantastic job paula abdul of course has always been very compassionate she just gave everyone a 10 like she's the grandma that just gives extra candy she's like you get a 10 for showing up we love you and it's like yep they didn't even dance yet she's like i don't care 10s across the board and uh yeah anyway so if you're watching those reality shows i think they're doing well i think they're well produced now on today's youtube channel i've got three videos up for you we're going to cover one of them in the back end of today's episode we're going to cover what kat Izzo had to say regarding her uh, sort of criticisms of how she's doing on the beach so we're going to share uh, that uh, clip for you later on in today's episode also on youtube not included today is avon jones has apologized for basically calling out olivia he said oh yeah blah 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 you're a night one girl whatever you know b- because she was uh not she did not receive a rose on zach shall cross the season so he got blasted for that and then he has since apologized and then my other youtube p- video which i'm not going to share here is a long form content discussing the GoFundMe that was put together for me for my legal funds regarding this Clayton Eckerd paternity scandal. I have received words of praise from people very close to the scandal uh, that are listening and watching every podcast and YouTube video that say, keep going, keep going from legal scholars to personal family members. It's a story where nobody else seemed to want to, it's almost, it's it's almost like this. It's almost like nobody wanted to be the designated driver. Everyone wanted to go out and have fun, but no one wanted to be the DD. And I feel in part that that's what I've become with this story uh, because of what I believe to be spineless cowards who normally cover Bachelor content have decided they are afraid of being sued for voicing their opinions. I'll tell you what I'm not afraid of. I'm not afraid of sharing the truth and sharing my opinions about said truth. I have never once shied away from any evidence whatsoever that would point to Clayton's accuser of being pregnant. I just don't believe that evidence. It'd almost be like, imagine if someone was suing me because I was a round earther. I just have not been provided any evidence that the earth is flat. Oh, you might show me evidence the earth is flat. I just don't believe that evidence has held up to my own scrutiny. And the same can be said about the evidence that Clayton's accuser has that she is pregnant. Well, there's a receipt of her needing to go to the, you know, a prenatal doctor or whatever. It's like, cool. That's awesome. I'm glad you have that receipt. It doesn't pass my sniff test. And if a judge... (laughs) wants to really rule that I have to take my content down because of that. My guess is we have a full-blown national story. We have a full-blown national story if it gets that far. But either way, if you want to hear my 28-minute response to those online questioning why we're raising legal funds, that's where it'll be. And the too-long-didn't-read version of it is Donate if you want. You don't have to. But for those that don't understand and don't understand the heat that is caused by being threatened with lawsuits, I ask you to publicly join me in my uh, sort of crusade here. And my guess is, is that no one's going to publicly join me because they do understand when their name's attached to it that they would cower as well. All right. Those are my thoughts, folks. I know you appreciate me being honest with you. All right. Let's get into some non-bachelor stories. What do they say? Everything's bigger in Texas. Everything's bigger in Canada. Whoa, baby. Canadian mom pumps out huge newborn shatters hospital record. A Canadian woman had a whoa, baby moment after giving birth to her little boy who turned out to be enormous. Late last month, late last month, Brittany 
Ayers welcomed her 14-pound, 8-ounce infant measuring precisely 21.65 inches at Cambridge Memorial Hospital in Ontario. What are they feeding these kids in Ontario? Just a bunch of Canadian bacon? What are they just, is she breastfeeding maple syrup? What's going on over there? By the way, if <laughs> I would jump on any tap that has maple syrup. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. She and her husband, Chance, named their fifth child, Sonny, who is more than double the size of an average tot. Okay, this is their fifth child. Oh, pray for the recovery. Sonny, who was delivered by cesarean section. Okay, well, the C-section can be dangerous, but uh, this baby was not being pushed through the traditional birth canal as far as... Look, I'm not an expert on pregnancies, but I feel like once they're like, hey, uh, we got a giant baby on hands here. We've got an actual giant 14... Let me put it this way. I'm cooking a turkey right now because I'm doing I'm doing Thanksgiving early because I'm in Rhode Island with my family, and I'm not kidding I'm not kidding you. The turkey's 14 and a half pounds, so I'm literally looking at a bird that is so big and heavy. I can't imagine that coming out of a vagina. I just can't imagine that they delivered a butterball turkey here at 14 pounds. No stuffing, though. All right, fascinating story. And in other news, a non-bachelor related, we actually have Charlie Sheen's response to his daughter being on OnlyFans. Now, as you know, OnlyFans is an app that is used primarily for people with nude photos and sort of explicit content to be shared with their memberships. It's almost like Patreon, but for your body, right? But that's not the only thing uh, OnlyFans is being used for. People release their comedy specials on it. It's really just an app that can be for any membership-only content. Well, here is Charlie Sheen's daughter responding to TMZ after they caught up with her one year into having an OnlyFans account, and then we'll share what uh, Charlie Sheen had to say. I love your OnlyFans account. Oh, thank you. How does it feel to have your mom support you in the way that she has? Um, I don't know. I'm super grateful. I have supportive a supportive mom on my side. Yeah, has your your dad wasn't quite as excited. Has he come around a little bit or have um, you noticed? No, he hasn't. Not too much, but Yeah, how does that make you feel? I don't know. Yeah. So, the daughter here, Sammy, she's pretending to be aloof because oh, it's annoying that paparazzi are following me around, but this is great publicity for her OnlyFans account. She's sharing sexy content without nudity. And she, this is after turning 18. So she's been doing this for basically since she turned 18. Were you hoping for his support a little bit, a bit more than obviously you've gotten? Um, I don't really mind. It's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom joined OnlyFans. How did that make you? And then her mom's Denise Richards from the movie Wild Things, of course, classic Denise. Yeah. Um, I don't mind at all. Like I'm happy for her. Yeah. Does it make you feel like when your parents join like Facebook or Instagram or something, it makes it a little bit less cool? No, not at all. No? no all right, so then anyway, so they res she responds. And now we've got uh, Bethany Frankel's podcast interviewing uh, uh, Denise Richards. And her, she says the sort of tune has changed from Charlie Sheen now that he's kind of seen how lucrative this whole uh, OnlyFans is. And where does Charlie stand on all of this? Where is where is he? Well, when he when she first did OnlyFans, he was not happy. Okay. And I think was public about it, which she didn't appreciate. And uh, he's changed his tune. Great publicity, though. You guys are being supportive and all together. I, I mean, I he, he changed his tune when she bought a Mercedes and moved into a house. So 
And it's like, maybe this ain't so bad after all. <laughs> now, it's not all about making money. It's about doing what makes you happy. And, and if you love to shoot sexy content or whatever, look, we live in a time where I have friends that were playmate that were Playboy cover models that make more money doing OnlyFans now. You know, it's just, it's a direct-to-consumer model that is good if it's if it's good for you, if it's good for people. I mean, the industry itself was so exploitative. It's the same thing with stand-up comedy, right? Where Comedy Central used to have half-hour specials. They would offer comedians $50,000, but you would have to get a manager that would take 10 to 20%, and then Uncle Sam would come in and tax you and be like, oh, you're making all this money. I mean, I'm not kidding when 50 grand quickly turns into $8,000. I'm not kidding when it's all said and done that you really, you know, spend a few bucks on your wardrobe and next thing you know, you don't even see that money, right? Versus people that decide to go direct to their audience. And I mean, like, you know, you've got someone like Louis CK who made over half a million dollars live streaming a show for his audience because it's, it's a, it's a way to cut out all of the middlemen, all of the brick walls. And some people decide to release their content just on YouTube. As you guys know, I have the Patreon, which is essentially the same thing as OnlyFans. It's just, I don't, uh, I don't have anything sexy to share with you other than my wit and boyish charm being sarcastic folks. So, so if anyone wants to join my only Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And that's some money that you could put directly into my pocket to continue making this style of content. If you enjoy the podcast, usually most of the time we record that live with the Patreon and they can see all of the graphics and videos and things I'm sharing. So uh, we have had an abundance of people join the Patreon out of support and I thank them all so, so much. You know who needs support? That's Cat from bachelor in paradise she's been getting an absolutely terrible edit this season and you could argue that it's all her doing either way uh we're going to get into what she said on bachelor happy hour next even in the bonfire when hannah asked me that question about who i was hoping to see brayden responded with in front of everybody like you know i know that we talked about it and i'm good in it i still want to just pursue her so from my understanding, it was like, everybody saw that, like, he's acknowledging that that's so mature. That's so great. Like, we've talked about it. Like, we're still just going to, like, we like each other and I'm enjoying what's happening and I'm leaning into it. Like, you know, having fun and just affectionate and everything like that might was definitely very affectionate with him. But at the end of the day, like expectations and like we had talked about it because I always wanted to make sure that it was at least said. Um, and... Yeah, I would say that's like where I was at before Tana came in. Like I was just under the understanding that we were on the same page. Now, of course, Kat's going to give her very generous side where she's the lead and the star of her own story, which we understand. Now, if, could we cross-examine Kat? Could we pull all the footage? Absolutely. When she got dumped by Tanner, she said, "I he didn't dump me, I dumped him. Again, like I said, we could argue all day long on what's right and wrong based on real-life morals and real-life ethics. And I just think we have to start throwing that out of the, you know, throwing that out the window here and just say, look, yeah, it's messy. This is this is just messy stuff that happens. Is Brayden a better person? Well, I'll say this. I've met Brayden. I like Brayden. I liked him when he was considered the villain on charity season. Does that mean he's the better person? No. My guess is I would like Kat too. I would think she's a good person. Um, I think we just need to reframe how we think of these people. And even though they use their real names on this show, the show is anything but real. I'll be totally honest. Please. That's exactly what I 
like we thought was happening. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like I think you're yeah. getting a lot of like people saying like, oh my God, like how dare yeah. she go on this date? Like I assume we've probably said this on the podcast, but we've definitely talked about this like to each other. Like, Let's do this. Donate to my legal fund for every time somebody says like. Donate $1 for every time someone says like, and I will be able to afford the best attorneys that this money could buy. Our perception of what was going on was you had said, like in the truth circle, like I'm looking to go on a date with like maybe Tanner or Tyler if they come down. We've been down there. We know day two, day three is still so, so early. Like we were not exclusive by that point. And... It you just like, like give me like a really, a, a, really, a really dirty look there. Jesus. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Sorry. Um, go well, ahead. Well, anyway, but what I was going to say is I feel like Brayden seemed like he was more locked in on you than you were on him. But at no point did it seem like you guys were exclusive. Like when Tanner asked you on the date, like I was like, yeah, like, of yeah. course, she's going to go on this date. Like, she's been verbal about this. She's been, like, open about this. And because we only see a little bit, I always assume you've said it more than just what we've seen. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, when you see something said once, you're like, you got to kind of assume that right. it's been said, like, two um, or three times. And I will say. I think Serena's got a great voice. I think she's really good. The voice is good. The issue that needs to happen with Serena and Joe is I think they're the ones in the same room. So just more, maybe more eye contact to know who's going to talk next. But they do, a, they do a pretty good job. I understand why they were made the hosts, even though they weren't stars of the show. They are a relationship that's flourished from the season. But come on, we're going to have fun with it. Okay, let's go to, like, the next part here. Yeah, absolutely. I just... I didn't like, I don't know like what to do. So I'm like, we've talked about it. Everybody knows here. He is saying, okay, I'm good to go. If he asks me kind of thing. All right. So now they're saying that Brayden said he was good to go. Cause the whole issue is whether or not she scorned over or she's, you know, she, she sort of, um, uh, uh, made Brayden out to be the damsel who waited for her and she moved on to the next guy. And she says, no, Brayden knew all along. I was interested in John Henry. Oh, excuse me, Tanner, wh- whoever it is at this point, some, you know, nice guy with abs. Well, what was, what was his attitude when you did, um, that I was going. Oh, yeah. he was like all for it. He was like, have fun. Yeah. Like, That's where objection, Your Honor. Braden was all for you going on a date with someone else. Hey, honey, my reaction if you go on a date with another guy isn't going to be have fun. It's going to be, I hope it rains on your hair. Be here when you get back. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, just I hope you step into a puddle and have wet socks for the whole date. <laughs> very understanding and reassuring that I'm not doing anything. Like- I, I hope you're both constipated and have diarrhea at the same time. I hope. I, I, <laughs> Maybe get a hangnail on one of your pinky toes and it just irritates you. That's what I hope for. I mean, is that love? Maybe. Have the response that I did when I actually did get back. I hope you have like an eyelash in your eyeball, but not one that's like so bad you have to pick it out, but one that just annoys you and you just start blinking all the time. Um, And then he's like, why are you blinking so much? And you're like, I don't know. I got wet socks. And the next thing you know, you come back home to old Dave Neal, power recapper. um, Yeah. See, I didn't, I, I like, I was, I'm with Serena on that. Like we, when we watch it, I was like, yeah, I really don't think you did anything wrong. The only, the only time in, you know, as a viewer where I watch it and I kind of put you at fault, please would be, it seemed like you were upset with him 
being uh, upset. And, I, and that's the weaponization of who's the victim and who's not. We saw this happen with Victoria Fuller with Pilot Pete season. I always bring it back because it's so clear. It's like, you can't fire me, I quit. She did that with Tanner, right? Where he tried to dump her and she's like, I let you dump me first, but I was going to dump you already. So technically I'm dumping you. Uh, it's a, it's that, uh, it's, it's a very, I don't want to call it low IQ, but it's a, it's a, it's, it's what you do before you're fully matured. You have to place blame on others because of an insecurity you have. Um, no, that's just what it is. It doesn't mean she's a bad person. It just means watching back. She might say, I could probably work on myself here where I don't have maybe the, I don't know, it's not self-control, but I don't have the emer- uh, emotional IQ to be able to say, yep, I own that. I made a mistake. I was hypocritical there. It's more, no, 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 I didn't do that. You did this. And it, it's like, well, we could roll back the tapes here. So I think Kat would be quick to admit that she was defensive, insecure, and all those things. My question is, is it because you're a bad person or you're just crabby on a beach? My guess is you're crabby on a beach. But I do think that I do think that you're you've given a little more context of why you were so frustrated. And if you're saying that you'd had multiple conversations about your status of your relationship and where things were going and, you know, that you wanted right. to be going on these dates, then there definitely wasn't a betrayal. It's totally fine right. for him to feel hurt by that. And yes, I will say you were definitely frustrated with his frustration, but I do think your backstory gives more context yeah. and, to that story. you know, in the moment when I was being... I come back and like your friends and everybody is like all of a sudden against you. And you're from the understanding of like, but wait, I just stopped talking to him. And he, even in that conversation where we broke up, he was like, it's all good. Set my computer. Sorry. Anyway. So when, you know, I come back and everyone is like against me, it was just a really overwhelming feeling in general. Do I handle it? Well, why yeah. do you not, not to cut you off, but why do you think the girl, like the girls, like your friends seem to be against you? Why? I don't know Good if they question. were necessarily against me. Jess is like my best friend for a reason. She's that friend that will call you out. All right. And that's if you want to check out that full interview, I, 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 I always like to promote the podcast, but but I'm telling you, these are tough for me to get through. Uh, no offense to Grocery Store Joe or Serena. I think they're fine. I just think these corporate podcasts have no soul. Who cares about them, right? But either way, we're going to dance around them. Uh, making news in Bachelor Nation is Maddie Pruitt. That's right. Someone posted a photo of Maddie Pruitt in front of a podium of Donald J. Trump presidential candidate. Also, I think he's indicted three times now. I don't have all the facts, but either way, he's in the court system. Uh, boy, I bet you he has legal funds. Anyone want to donate to his GoFundMe? Uh, but uh, no, seriously. Uh, I don't know the uh, reason why Maddie was at his event. It could have been that she was at an event for a Christian fundraiser and he ended up speaking at it. I'm really not sure. But the fact that she posed in front of his uh, podium probably suggests that she's supporting him. I don't think that's unfair to say that if that if she's a pro-Trump person that she would have posted in front of this photo. And if she's not a pro-Trump person, maybe she would have angled her way out of that photo. Either way, it has encouraged the internet to really do another deep dive on the political leanings. And look, it used to be, oh, who cares who you vote? It's, are you a good person or not? It's funny to a lot of people that she is so pro uh 
so pro-Christian, and, and, th- and this is hard to talk about because this is guaranteeing a one-star review. So hold on out there, folks. I, you know, you know what's actually very interesting? Someone sent me a message yesterday saying, Dave, I'm really sorry to hear about your home. I know you don't like it when people do this, but I wanted to send you a prayer. Let me be the first, and by the way, that was the sweetest comment that someone was so careful to be like, oh, I don't want you to feel like, don't take this the wrong way. I love it when people pray for me. I believe in prayer. I believe in positivity, and I believe energy can be shared vicariously. I also believe that Donald Trump has grifted his way through the White House and continues to receive money, pretending to be persecuted. Oh, it's a witch hunt against me, this and that. Those are my beliefs. Now, if you appreciate me sharing my beliefs in other ways, you're going to have to appreciate me sharing my belief here, even if you disagree with me. This isn't a political podcast, really. I mean, but it is my opinion. And my opinion here is that he is hypocritical and doesn't practice what he preaches. You know what I mean? Oh, come on. He's banging porn stars while he's married. He's on his what what? here. And, uh, you know, so anyway, people pulled up all of the money that has been donated by, uh, by, uh, uh, Maddie Pruitt's husband's father, who's a billionaire, Kenny and Lisa Trout. They're billionaires who own uh, horses and stuff. And anyway, they donate money to causes that in, you know, in a lot of ways, people believe restricts the body autonomy of women and men too. And, you know, it's just, um, it's just a full hypocritical mess. How can you be preaching the positive words of Jesus? How can you be preaching love and loving your neighbor and all these things when somebody is so divisive? And the comment in return. Well, what about the other side? Which it doesn't really look. I think you could be critical either way if you really wanted to, but I think I think it's fair to criticize Maddie for her leanings when she's trying to preach I guess positivity. And I guess it's not always positivity when you preach the word of the Lord. But you know what's going to be interesting? Now, hold on, folks. I don't want to lose you. You got to respect me for having my opinions. You're allowed to have yours, too. Criticize the audio, criticize the content, or my fumbling around, or my uh, going on and on. But if you're going to just get upset because of my political leanings, I think it says more about you than it does about me. I'm just proactively saying that before the one-star reviews rain in because I don't like the same political person you do. Get over it. Get your own podcast, get your own opinion, right? Uh, But either way, I say that to say that this Saturday, we have a guest on our podcast, a listener of the podcast, Dr. Laura Anderson. She has a PhD and she discusses purity culture. And she wrote a book called Why uh, When Religion Hurts You. And we discuss this sort of blind uh, ideation of like power and how we're, how we're addicted to like leaders who are powerful. And we talk about the harm that certain religions have done. If your religion hasn't harmed you, that doesn't negate somebody who is the victim of different tactics of shame and all these other things. So keep an open mind as we'll wait for that content on Saturday. But again, I think it's fair to discuss when a large and prominent member of Bachelor Nation who wants to preach love and all of these amazing things about waiting for marriage and this and that would then possibly endorse or support uh, the a candidate who it is my belief is ripping the love away from the fabrics of, of good-natured people. 
Does that make sense? Maybe it doesn't. Either way, you can leave your one-star review here at Bachelor Rush Hour. <laughs> no, uh, why don't you do this? If you appreciate my opinions and my honesty and where we're trying to go with spreading love, it is the Brooklyn way. You can donate, or excuse me, you can leave a nice review or do whatever the hell you want. It really doesn't matter. I'm going to keep making content. I appreciate everyone who supports that. Thank you so much. Until tomorrow, I've been Dave Neal. I got to go cook a butterball turkey. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.